Welcome to The 618 Now, a production of the Chamber of Commerce and the O'Fallon Weekly, where we give you a snapshot of what's happening right now in O'Fallon and Shiloh. Today is Friday, September 16th, 2022. So Nick, what's going on? Man, guy runs a few minutes late and all of a sudden you're starting the party without me. Well, evidently, we have a very different episode for you on tap for today. We sure do. Nick, you and I are very different in a lot of ways. Like, I'm a morning person. You're a night owl. Very not a morning I'm very, very organized. You're more go with the flow. Fly by the seat of my pants. Uh, You said it, not me. But we do share one sort of interesting fun fact. We do. We have both been elected to office. That's right. And it's not something that we'll talk about much or get into because that's really not the focus of this podcast. But we have been asked to talk about the process of running for office since that season in local government is about to kick off. Now, before we get into this, it's very important that we start with the legal disclaimer. Yes, please. Discussion points provided today are informational only. Our objective is to provide you with general information about the process It is advised that you review all candidate information and seek legal counsel should you decide to pursue elected office. Perfect. There is an election on April 4th, and that's when many of your local officials are elected, mostly your city and village and then your school board representatives. Even though the election isn't for seven more months, the process actually starts right now. The Illinois State Board of Elections has released their candidate's guide for 2023, and we'll link to that in the show notes. Governing bodies will have the packets for interested people available starting on September 20th. So after this date, anyone who's interested can pick up a packet at City Hall or at the county clerk's office over in Belleville. Mm -hmm. And it all starts with circulating petitions. And here's what that means. In order to run for office, a candidate needs to collect signatures from people in their area. And O'Fallon and Shiloh are a little different in this respect. O'Fallon is divided into seven wards, and each ward has two elected officials. So when someone runs for office, they run to represent the ward that they live in. Therefore, only registered voters in that ward can sign the petition. Shiloh, on the other hand, is a trustee village form of government, which means that their legislative body consists of six trustees, and they are generally elected for the village at large. So the village isn't separated into wards or districts. Um, When you're elected, you represent the entire village and not just one section of it. Therefore, any registered voters living in Shiloh can sign a petition for someone running for a trustee. And fun fact, under the trustee form of government, there's not technically a mayor. The head of government is called the village president. Oh, that is a fun fact. Look at you. Yep. For someone who wants to run for office, they pick up their candidate packet, then they start collecting signatures. But how many signatures do they need? Well, it depends on the office they're running for. School board candidates need 50 signatures or 10% of the voters, whichever is less. And then aldermen for the city, it's a range and it's based on how many people voted in the last election. So according to the law, quote, The required number of signatures for the office of alderman is no less than 5%, nor more than 8%, or 50 more than the minimum, whichever is greater, of the number of persons who voted at the last regular election. And that is clear (laughs) as mud. And how do candidates know who can sign their petitions, like who is in their district, or how the person is supposed to sign their name? So voter rolls are public information, so anyone can contact the county clerk's office and ask for the voter list for that specific area. 
Boundaries for all of the offices vary, so no one should assume that just because someone lives on a certain street that they're a registered voter for a certain area. So city boundaries are different than township, which is different than school districts. And there are times when one side of the street's in one ward and one side of the street's in another That's ward. exactly right. So do your research and triple check how many signatures are needed and then make sure the signatures match the names on the voter rolls. So generally, from now until early December, candidates are obtaining signatures on their nominating petitions. And then there is a week in December. This year, it is December 12th through the 19th, where the paperwork has to be turned in. And it's more than just the signatures. There's an economic interest form. Everything needs to be notarized. It's a very involved process. And then after the filing period in December, there is a brief period where petitions can be challenged. Challenging is a way to get a name potentially removed from the ballot. So maybe somebody is concerned that a non-voter signed another candidate's petition, or maybe there's concern that someone outside of the boundaries signed the petition, or maybe someone signed their nickname instead of their legal name as stated on the voter registry. I mean, it all matters. So there's this period of time where challenges can occur. And then after that, assuming someone has dotted all their I's and crossed all their T's, they'll appear on the April ballot. It's a lot. It is a lot. (laughs) Candidates generally spend January and February preparing for their campaign. Campaigning usually begins mid to late February. Yeah, because who wants to be walking door to door in January? I know, right? Yeah. So that's when yard signs start going up. Candidates hit the streets. They go door to door meeting residents. um, And all of that continues up until Election Day on April 4th. It's really quite the process. Voting on all levels is important. Your property taxes paid are 100% spent by locally elected people. These elected officials, they're your neighbors, your friends, people you run into in the grocery store. And I think... National politics might seem more interesting, but local government is where your day-to-day life is really affected. I've said that multiple times in the newspaper that, you know, the the people in City Hall and the school boards impact your life way more than the people in Congress. I think there's a lot of truth to that. And there are some big decisions to be made at all levels of local government in the next few years. So if you have the time and talent and interest to devote to public service, um, consider picking up a packet. Well, there you have it, a little bit of insight into what it takes to run for office, and maybe it'll pique your interest. So Jess, what's on the calendar for this week? Today is Friday, September 16th, and tonight is Tip a Cop at Texas Roadhouse. That is from 4 until 9 p.m., and 10% of sales, plus any tips and donations given to the officers working, are donated back to Special Olympics. Tomorrow is another day at the Vine Street Market. The market opens at 8 with live music starting at 9. Tomorrow is also Character Day at Offenburg Volkswagen in Shiloh. You can visit with your favorite princesses and superheroes, and even Louie from the St. Louis Blues will be available. That's from 9 until 10.30 a.m., and we'll link to that in the show notes. And then just a heads up, next weekend, September 24th, is another electronic recycling event, so maybe spend some time over the next week getting uh, some fall cleaning done and preparing for that. That will be at Carriel Junior High on Seven Hills Road from 9 until noon. Next Saturday is also St. Clair's Big Oktoberfest. That is from 4 until 10 p.m. in downtown O'Fallon at St. Clair's School, generally located like Lincoln, Oak, Cherry Street. There is a 5K run and kids run, dinner and bingo, games inflatables, live music, adult beverages. Um, It's a great evening. And Nick, that's all we've got. Sounds good. Well, on that note, I've got to get going. Thanks, Nick. It's always a pleasure.
This podcast is a production of the O'Fallon Shiloh Chamber of Commerce. We're a nonprofit with over 600 members, and together we welcome, unite, and promote business. Remember, you can't buy happiness, but you can buy local, and that's sort of the same thing.